bottle. A boat in a bottle. And a many bro- kilometers. In a brothel. In a brothel? <laughs> a brothel. The fuckles? Or traveling fuckles. You know what I like about this week's Nocturnal Emissions? What's that? Is the omission oh. of one big load. <laughs> <laughs> one big load of Polish. <laughs> I think it's going to be better for everybody this week, eh? <laughs> Most likely. Yeah. So roomy. Wes is sitting right beside me. I know. <laughs> That's right. He's not by the door. Yeah, and he's got a microphone. Yeah, this is a whole different world. He might not use it, but it's right there. It's right in front of his face. I think we'll have like a lot of Wes's breathing that we don't ordinarily get <laughs> on the show. Oh, it's nice. We'll Ladies, you hear that? <laughs> They're melting right now. <laughs> well, we, we have to do it without poor old charters. Otherwise, we'll get this thing going. <laughs> Run the greatest podcast ever to come out of a shed in Pine Grove, Ontario. You do what you do is you equip yourself with the greatest band in podcast history, and you know what? Once in a while, once in a while, you let your creation leave the nest. What? Sounds a little distorted, Pete. With me? Leaves the nest. Now, should I talk further away from it? Fly the coop. Fly the coop. You let your voice out. To the general public, so maybe in a great music festival like Bushstock, right? Sounds good to me, Steve. All right. And you get, <laughs> and you let them perform for the general public, and you let them, you know, like see what you got. And then one, one, one member of your band decides that he's too big for his britches, that this isn't enough. One lady asks him for an autograph on her shoulder blade, and all of a sudden he's too big for little Norfolk County. He's got to spread his wings and fly off to Los Angeles. Bit of a big deal, is he? Become a big shot. Well, how do you know something, Dave Treaders? You were nothing without me. <laughs> and you'll continue to be nothing. This show's going to be just, just fine without you. We're going to be just okay. Yeah, even if I do sound like shit in Steve's earphones. <laughs> you really do. Yeah. Well, there's only one way to get, get it started. How's that? Theme song, people. Wait, you sing on the same note. All right. (laughs) 
Welcome everybody live from the Dutch Hall. Hey, the greatest podcast ever to come out of a guy's backyard pool shed in Pie Grove, Ontario. I think at least in the top five. (laughs) At least. Maybe top three. Yeah. And and the reason is because we have the greatest band in podcast history, the Nocturnal Emissions. This week consisting of my friends Steve the Reluctant German on lead guitar. Hey, everyone. Steven. Beside him, we have our band leader, Michael Bow. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> and this week, Mike, for the pleasure of the ladies all out there, the balls of the nocturnal emissions, Whiskey Wes Hagens is here. Yay. Hey, Wes. Hey, Wes. How's it going? There he is. And our bartender is back up this week. He's here with his lovely bride. So not only is he, he is my brother, our bartender, and the beau of the beautiful beauty, it's all bees, Paul Van Dyke is here. And recording this for posterity, she's in the room too. She's holding the camera. She's my lovely wife, the doctor, Jane Van Dyke is here. And I'm your host, two times. Yeah, two times, that's right. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. Let's get a show on the road, fellas. Let's do it. Yeah. We're going to do another one of these things. So our band is short one fellow this week, as we said, alluded to in the uh, opener. Yep. Right? Oh, darn it. Uh, Dave the Rooster Charters. Caca. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Is that your new one? Yeah. That's what we used to always do, yeah. There was a hand signal for it, too. Even at Dave's wedding, we did it when we got communion. And we walked past him at the front. We did like this. Like, you got to, like, make a fist, but you ball it up and you go, like that. (laughs) That's the sign for the rooster, the universal sign. Anyways, Charles is not here. Legitimately roaming around the United States. Sends us pictures of him in a hot rod in front of some fancy hotel, God knows where, convertible red car. Smiling ear to ear. Ugly duster. Right. Ugly. Yeah, the guy is like... But full, but full of like he is riding a high wave right now, eh? Oh yeah. And when he when that lady asked, him, and there was a lady at Bushstock, we gotta say Bushstock just happened this last week. The nocturnal emissions open for the trues, sure kind of, right? Technically, we weren't that bad. Hey, huh? we did. No, no, you opened for him, we right? Were before sure them. We did. You were before him, right? On the same bill, it counts. That's right. Got and you. you're on the same T-shirt. Yeah. Sure right. Am. Also counts. Right. It all counts. But what I, what I'm saying is. Charlie comes off the stage. A lady's waiting for him as he gets off the stage to ask him to sign her shirt. Yeah. Right? She asked me to do it too. It's really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> the look on Charlie's face was so, it was sad of like, uh, play, like extreme, like he had knew he had made it. <laughs> right? This was it. The big moment, eh? Right. Did you see it? Did you see it with your own two eyes? I watched him sign the shirt. Yeah. He was, he was really, really excited, eh? I watched his head grow. Yeah. As he signed the shirt, that Polish head got bigger and bigger. Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, back in the day, they used to have, like, I'm talking in the old-fashioned days, they used to have things called freak shows, and you could go around to, like, different towns. They'd tour them around different towns, and you could go see a freak, you know, for, like, a nickel or whatever. Right. You'd go see, like, a bearded lady or, you know, some a conjoined twin or whatever. Like, they'd call them Siamese twin back then. You know what I'm saying? I do. Well... Now they don't have those freak shows anymore. They have what's called TLC. And I get it for like a month for free. Oh, really? Yeah. It's all kinds of freak shows. And one of them last night was my baby's head is like huge. Right? Really? Yeah. Like a baby Stewie from a Family Guy. Yeah. Really? <laughs> in like, real life? In real life. What like, the fuck? And my wife was watching it with me. And she made me turn the channel. It was too disturbing for her because the one kid's head was growing so big. Like its eyes were all sunken in. And that and uh, that one was t- too upsetting. But there was one lady like in Africa or something. She's just like, I'm glad somebody found us because like I just thought, no one in the world's got a kid whose head's this big. You know, like <laughs> the kid's head just kept growing. They, they had to like uh, drain a bunch of like through a bunch of surgeries had to drain the head because the head just kept growing and growing. Yeah, it wasn't funny. But that is like all it is is freak shows now. The other one before that, what was the other freak show we saw before that one? You didn't have a problem with it. Oh, it was Siamese twins. They separated. Okay. You know, they, got, like, from, they were from the Dominican Republic, and they had to separate them. But you got to, got to, do you guys like freak shows or not? 
It is it is a freak show, right? That's right. Like technically, what they used to call it. Yes. But it's like uh it's it's awesome to me. <laughs> it is awesome to me. I, I can't like it, like something like you know like you see like if you're walking through the mall or something like that or like the down the street and all of a sudden there was like yeah. two people that are joined together like a, a like that girl with two heads or whatever. Yep. You know the two girls that are joined together. She was just walking down the street. You can't just hold it together, you know. No, you'd have a lot of questions. Yeah, party is going to be like super, super excited that you got to run in to this sort of anomaly, right? Because it's so rare. It's just so rare to be able to see like someone with two heads. Have you ever seen it in real life? I've never seen it in real life. No. Anyways, that's worth the nickel. TLC, it's worth a nickel. TLC, yeah, not bad. I Freak saw shows. the I saw the Jim Rose side circus show before oh, yeah. a Nine Inch Nails and Marilyn Manson concert. Hey Jane, could you? And uh, it really opened my eyes to some strange things. That's for sure. Yeah, those guys are nuts. They were really strange. They yeah, the thing. Jim Rose was like when they would like lift uh, cinder blocks with their like foreskin and nipples yeah. and stuff. Oh yeah, Mister Lifto, and then there was Fuckface, who was uh, a full tattooed jigsaw puzzle from head to toe. But what was his skill? He would swallow swords and he strapped fireworks to himself and happy Fourth of July. What? Oh, really? <laughs> if you shove a Roman candle in your ass and fire it off, is that a? Can I be in the show? That's a freak show. Yeah, yeah. That, can I be in the freak show? <laughs> there is this movie that was from I think the forties or thirties even, black and white movie called Freaks. I think is what it's called. And and they had this one guy who was just as far as I know a head and feet. Like, I didn't see anything else of this guy. Like, there may have been a bit of a torso or whatever. But this guy had no no arms, that's for sure. And, and I think he had feet, but no legs, really. But this guy could light his own smokes. <laughs> Not only light them, I think he rolled his own smokes. With his, and then With his feet? With his mouth and his foot thing. Holy. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy, man. I wish I could get that footage for you. That would be if I was prepared. I didn't know I was talking about the, this. But, the, but if you can find it, freaks... The guy would light his own uh, uh, smokes. He's just a head. It was unbelievable to watch. And that in that movie, there was a real uh, midget, like uh, by the textbook definition, like proportionally correct in every way, yet uh, just small. You know, that was before they fixed it. They did. They fixed that eh? problem, particular problem. Pituitary gland, gland issue. Science. Yeah, science. 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 Yes. So we should uh, uh, we should address charters. I understand that not only has he become uh, unruly with his uh, demands since his newfound fame at Bushstock this year, <laughs> but I also believe he, that one of the reasons that he did not come today is because it didn't suit his busy travel schedule. Oh, I see. And he says that he will not come back to the program until we satisfy a list of his demands. That's what I understand. I got from Charters today. Mm-hmm. And you guys were provided with the list. Is this correct? Yeah, he entrusted us as the, as his band to uh, filter this to you. So you were actually the spokesperson of Dave Charters, right? Well, I guess. Acting as his agent. Do you, rep- do you agree with his demands? Well, we're just going to read them one at a time and uh, let, the, let, okay. let the people That's decide for themselves. That's fair enough. Let's hear what, let's hear what this guy has to ask. Wes, what, is it, what does he say? Demand number one is he wants a fresh can of mustache wax every single week. Well, that is something that you'd expect from a guy like Charters, who likes to keep his mustache fairly waxed. But I would say that uh, uh, in something like that, I, uh, it's not an unreasonable demand, you know, <laughs> over time. You can live with that one. I can live with it. We're going to put it low on the priority list of things we want to pay for with the Dutch Hall money is... is Mustache wax would be on the bottom of that list. <laughs> exactly. But uh, I'm listening. I'm not. I'm not uh, against it. Well, then we get to uh, demand number two. Right. Uh, I, Dave, speaking as himself. Yes. You know, nose in the air and all. <laughs> I must, from this point forward, be treated with respect. Uh. <laughs> I will no longer be made fun of for dot 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 my weight. <laughs> My appearance, my intelligence, and my musical abilities. Wow, that only leaves his smell. (laughs) 
And the fact that he likes to uh, give oral pleasure to homeless people while he's traveling on business. <laughs> but, you know, this is 2017, so we shouldn't really judge charters based on his right. wanting to give oral pleasure to homeless people. No. On business. He's free to be him. Yeah, that's his business. I wouldn't make fun of that. Maybe, like, 2011, yep. I'd run that Bush League bullshit. But not now. <laughs> I'm enlightened. That's right. All right, demand number three. Is he wants to rename the show from Live from the Dutch Hall? What? With Pete Van Dyke to Live from the Dutch Hall, starring Dave Charles. Carl? So, sorry. Live from the Dutch Hall. Steve was puking in his mouth. Starring <laughs> Dave Charters and the Nocturnal Emissions. Dave Charters and the Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah. yeah he shit on us yeah. on that one. Yeah. Dave Charters shit on you guys, too. So you guys were kind of supporting him up until the third one. That's why Steve puked. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Dave Charles, if you had to get, like, let's say, for example, that you guys would have to be interviewed by, like, a Rolling Stone magazine. Sure. <laughs> right? Sure. The Nocturnal Emissions. Well, after Bushstock. <laughs> yeah, after Bushstock now. Who would you get to be, like, who is representing you? Who's doing the most of the talking in the interview? I hope Mike is. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, like, he could speak for you, eh? Charters could actually speak for the entire band. Yes, yes, he could. <laughs> and that's like you had to have. He re, like you're up on stage there, <laughs> you know, with Charters right beside you. You know, I like to bug him when he's not here, but I I have to tell you, this is a little spoiler on feedback. We let Charters off the hook last week, and it was a van. We were talking a little bit about a Van Dyke wedding. I don't know if you listened to last week's show. We listened. To, we talked a little bit about Van Dyke wedding, and my dad, Willie Van Dyke, great listener to the show, said he was getting excited. He's going, "Here they go! They're going to lay in a charters about those stupid shorts he was wearing at the wedding, right?" <laughs> and he said, "Then nothing, not a word about it, eh?" And I'm like, "You know what? I owe it to my dad, and to the really the whole family, to really make people aware of this is a sacrament." Of you know, two people devoting their lives together, all the our, our family comes together to celebrate this great occasion. Dave Charters is sitting there wearing a goddamn pair of shorts for his own sister-in-law, right? Her own wedding. Are they really even considered shorts? What were they? Things? Some sort of like a silk? They almost look like underpants. Isn't it like? Uh, it's like what you watch like soccer players wear, and they tie them up, kind of. Halfway up their leg? What? They were knickers or something? Yeah, something like that. Were they really? Was, I don't know. It was unnerving. <laughs> and even his uh, children were wearing like full suits, you know, like dapper as, as heck, you like know, like mafia respectful, bosses. almost yeah. like mafia bosses. And Charlie's sitting there with his only one wearing shorts. <laughs> he claims it was just for the reception that during the day for the ceremony, he was really in the full pant, right? Oh. oh but we I were. But we weren't there for that, so we didn't see that. We didn't see Charters in his full pant. No, we didn't. Were you part of the heckling process, Mike, of Charters during that time? Uh, I was not, uh, because he was busy uh, relaxing on the porch, and he, and he was letting people come to him. <laughs> oh, see. So I didn't make it over to there. This is a real. This is getting to be a real problem. <laughs> I don't know if I was allowed. So you guys, we should <laughs> to, to, like Charters is. Is uh is part of your band, right? Yeah. You guys play uh you guys played. Would you say that Bushstock was the biggest gig of your career? Easily, sure, yeah. 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 And uh, it was it of the Nocturnal Emissions career, right? Mm -hmm. I would say that was the biggest gig you played. How, well, how how do you how would you say that it turned out for you guys? Give yourself a, a an assessment of how you how you think well, you did. I, I guess I'll go first cuz I know Steve <laughs> Steve and I talked about this earlier. So, I went with a solid 85. Oh, and I was answering. I'm like, "Yeah, it was about 85. There's some stumbles along the way, but you know, we did we did fairly decent." But Steve had us on video. <laughs> yeah, so the footage. It's uh it's not 85. <laughs> right. Well, last thing you feel but uh, you know what? The truth is, though, you had some of them that were like uh, that were really, really were out of the park. And the one thing I really liked about Nocturnal Emissions is that you guys actually were a draw this year. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe uh, the amount of people that were there to see the Nocturnal Emissions. And uh, like I heard people that were there, like they didn't care about the trues, <laughs> cared about the Nocturnal Emissions. The one person said. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think that uh, live from Dutch Hall has anything to do with that? 
Oh, it could also be the the other three gigs you played. <laughs> that helps. <house. laughs> but yeah, it must it must be. Doesn't hurt. Yeah. We had a few more pops this year for live from the Dutch Hall at Bushstock than we did last year. You know, as far as when they talked about it. So we're both growing. Yeah, and there was uh, more people you could tell checked out the show after Bushstock. You could see like there was a little bump in people that were downloading. Cool. Old episodes, so Sweet. it worked. Right, it worked. It was a pretty cool event, eh? Like to be able to to play. We had a lot of great stories. You guys, uh, Dave and um, uh, Steve, yeah. <laughs> the first night were uh, really excited to be there. Absolutely. And there was a communal fire, right? Sure was. Is that thing in your? Yeah, and there and there was a communal fire. And you guys played to what, like uh, five thirty six in the morning? Yeah, I went to bed five. after five. I think Dave left at seven. Yeah. Dave Dave uh, never really slept. So you guys were going on like no sleep. No sleep. Because you can't sleep in a... Dave was sleeping in a tent. So was I. Oh, yeah. But I you were at least there. in the shade. I got there early and went in the shade. Yeah. Charters yeah, is in the middle of the field, so he's got like full sun. So as soon as sun comes up, he's up, right? Boo. And uh, then you're slugging it out that day. Michael, you didn't even come Friday night, right? No, I, I was... Uh busy in the harvest season so i decided to uh, get some rest and it night. turned out good move yeah yeah when i when i met my other bandmates there well not wes i, I can't throw him that in that mix but yeah my other two bandmates uh looked in tough shape yep. yeah real tough shape turns out it was a really fun night right sure was but uh not conducive to getting yourself in the, for the the prime of your you know you're going to play the biggest gig of your life yeah that's right and you're and you're you need to be on your best. That's, that's also correct. But you weren't at all. Not even close. No, you're beat up by your partying because <laughs> you you got too eager. Friday night, I was thinking the whole time I was thinking Saturday night's the night that I'm there to strike. Friday night, take it easy. I went, I hit hit the sack early. Saturday night, I knew it was a big night, and it turned out it was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. We got to hang out with the trues, who uh, by all accounts, I thought the trues were gonna be not. I didn't think I was going to like those guys, you know, right. from the little bit that I watched them online and stuff like that. I was like, I bet those guys aren't going to be easy to deal with. And then, uh, turns out nice easiest guys. guys to deal with. Yes, they were so, they were, they're really nice guys. Super right? cool dudes. Yeah. yeah. And you got to, and Mike, you were talking about how you got to see a little bit about the music business in, yeah, in, in, uh, practice, like working in front of yeah, you. Yeah. It right? blew my mind. Uh, we were hanging out around, uh, one of the two fires that were going on that night. And, uh, I was lucky enough to be talking to, uh, I think it was the bass player of the Trues and Jack. Uh, Jack and, I introduced you. Yeah, okay. and Colin. Yeah, thanks, Steve. No problem. Um, and then Colin is the lead singer, right? Yeah. And then uh, it happened to be uh, the, I forget the guy's name from Texas King, their lead singer, who is a great guy. Jordan. He, yeah, he Jordan came around, and I had met him earlier in the day, actually was really nice, complimented our set, and was just nice off the bat didn't know me from anything and so we were all shooting the shit which i thought was cool enough as it was and then i uh just hanging out having some beers and these guys are chatting away to colin and jordan and colin's like uh i think you really got something special he says to the jordan from texas king and he's like oh yeah thanks a lot man he's like i'm gonna produce a couple of your songs sweet yeah just like that like just a snap of the finger and you i could see this Jordan's head just like what the fuck did you just say to me yeah, yeah. in his head he yeah, didn't yeah. say that out loud and and then it's like that's how it happens eh yeah, yeah. he went and grabbed his whatever like manager or yeah, whoever yeah. does like that kind of part yeah. of the music and he's like hey, here's my guy we're gonna send you all our shit like thank you so much and yeah, yeah let's have a beer that we'll we'll take care of this yeah, that's pretty it cool was yeah. so cool to watch yeah, it yeah. happen before that before I, I was like <laughs> uh, I was gonna bring Mike I set up I wanted to bring Mike to the fire to see the trues, right? Because uh, they were at this other fire that was just for the people that were playing in the show. <laughs> Mike was at the at the uh, communal fire and felt that it would be a appropriate thing to do because they had a pile of wood by the communal fire that there would be appropriate thing to do that beside this pile of wood there was also an old um, spool. Would you say like that would yeah. use for like hydro or like a wire and stuff, yep. like a wire spool? A nice wooden spool. Wooden spool, and they were using these things kind of like little tables that they put an umbrella in and stuff like that. But this one was not by the rest of those tables; it was by the firewood, <laughs> and by the fire pit, right? <laughs> so one would assume it was meant to burn, right? So Michael and was it Eves with you? Who was with you? 
let's, let's go with my uh, large German friend. Yeah, large German. They roll this uh, thing into the fire. Biggest smiles on their face I've ever seen. <laughs> this was like you could tell this was a great idea. Both of them had the idea. Look at this. They saw this thing. They decided to get a nice head of steam to ro- get <laughs> roll it up the hill. They're having a great time. The, the party was going to turn up a notch. They're going to put this big giant spool of wood into the fire. Yeah, we're going to. It's Saturday night. Yeah, light we're gonna, the sky up. That's right. Part of the the band's done. Let's get the let's get this uh, fire going. And it was chilly outside. It would have been well appreciated. It was I believe. A bit of a nip in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. There was a bit of a crowd around the fire pit, <laughs> and as these guys rolled into the middle of the fire, a chorus of boos <laughs> start coming up. Like I've never heard before. Like, everybody turned on these two guys. Like I never, like they, I never seen. And then other people took the spool and rolled it out of the fire. And as they're yelling, like, "What are you thinking?" And uh, you guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> How could you do such a thing? The scowls and the oh, yeah. faces, even in the dark, I could see them. Oh all. yeah, people were not happy. I was, <laughs> I was sat there just laughing at how much shit like you guys are getting into by the mob. Eh? The mob really stuck up for it for Ryan and Lisa at Bushstock. <laughs> it was funny, and you guys still were mad about it, like defending it to the crowd, and the crowd's all like still like we tur- turned on you, arguing to the bitter end. <laughs> it's wood. <laughs> it's wood and it's beside the wood for the fire you we're know? not burning me- like we're not throwing something that's going to explode in there it's just wood yeah well it was a controversial move <laughs> to say the least so I thought it'd be better to get you out of there and get you see the trees yeah thank you which was more fun anyway I thought I thought people were coming with pitchforks yeah yeah unpopular Michael <laughs> the trees are much nicer <laughs> yeah yeah it was pretty good though yeah it was unbelievable yeah we um uh, and uh, that big uh, fight, you know the big yeah. fight that no, that Steve, you don't care about it, but you Steve didn't care about the f- fight. But there was like people that like found a way to like right. watch the fight yep. that night, and uh, uh, Steve got into it. Right? Was it you or Charters did? That's what it was. Why would I watch? I wondered where he went. Well, I, weren't you there? No. Did you watch any of that? No. Oh no, Charters was then. I got him to care about it. Because you couldn't help it, because you got sucked into it. It was like actually pretty. It was actually pretty uh, intriguing once you got into it. Yeah, I watched about five minutes from. Uh, it was they had it at the beer tent, right? The TVs were there. It was pretty cool how they yeah. had it, and you could see people gathered around. But uh, the chance to go party with the trues and do other stuff took me away. Yeah, yeah. It was a great night of music though, and well supported by Norville County. And the the, the uh, turnout was great. They had uh, great weather. I oh. think that uh, it should be set up for you know f- future uh, uh, repeat future performance. I think yeah, we as long as people back. support it, right? Yeah. Like they- and right now, if you want to get booked for next year's Bushstock, you have to contact live from the Dutch Hall at gmail dot com because the uh, Dutch Hall is actually responsible for booking next year's Bushstock. What? Up? So we are getting uh, yeah. some requests. For for uh, for bands and stuff like that already coming through for next year, which is cool. Uh, but if at all possible, can you if you're going to send a request, can you send at least a link to something where we can see what your uh, what your band is uh, doing, at least a, or like a, a clip of a performance or a clip of your music, so we can see that and uh, and maybe just maybe we'll book you for a future performance of Life from the Dutch Hall. Yeah, if you're lucky. Yeah, and uh, we have so we're gonna have a f- bunch of our music shows that are off the book between now and next year's Bushstock because we don't we're gonna run out of that many things. Mm-hmm. Another thing that's come up that I wanted to talk to people about, maybe we should do it in a segment we call uh, feedback. <laughs> we got feedback. We got feedback. It's feedback. That's motherfucking feedback. Welcome to Feedback. We got feedback. This week's feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you'd like to uh, click on the Amazon banner on our website, livefromthedutchhall.com, you'll see some uh, Amazon banners there. Just click them, and then you go right to the Amazon page, and you can do your shopping, and some of that money is going to come back and help the show. Because Charters needs mustache wax. We need mustache wax, and it costs costs money to keep them in it. To be honest with you, I don't think we missed them too much today. No. You know? Fuck you, Dave. Yeah, that's what you did, Dave. You prima donna motherfucker. 
Yeah, we, we're calling your bluff, you fat bastard. You get in here, and we're insulting you on everything on that list, and no mustache wax. You're going to use your earwax like you've been using before. <laughs> That's yeah. what you do. Anyways, uh, also, you know this this program is brought to you by? It's, it's brought to you by our friends at Yarmy Electric. Oh, you know? yes, Derek. Yes, most namely Derek Yarmy, the proprietor of Yarmy Electric. You know, Yarmy Electric, this guy... He gets up every day and he tries to provide for his family, and which is which is huge because the guy likes to fuck and he doesn't like to pull out. He's got many kids, <laughs> right? <laughs> so <laughs> there's a consequence to those actions, and that is that he doesn't have a lot of time to worry about just your petty little electrical problems. Oh, it, it hurts me when I try to turn the light switch on because I'm getting a mild shock. Uh, stick it out, you, you pussy. Exactly. You Ooh, it's a bit wet and damp in the morning, and I put the plug in, and it zips me a bit. <laughs> I better call Derek. Right. How about you go fuck yourself? Yeah? Why don't you go like an electric fence, you, <laughs> you moron? You know what I'm saying? Derek Gammy doesn't have time for your bullshit. Kills are cooking right now. Yeah. It's a busy time of year. People's they're lives needed on for the line. they're needed for important business. Yarmy Electric. If we don't get it right the first time, we'll get it right the second time. And we don't get it right the second time, you can go fuck yourself. Brought to you by Clean Flow. Double commercial. Double commercial. See how I brought Clean Flow into it? What? what? Hey, did you hear the uh, Air Canada Center? Yeah. In Toronto. Yes. Is now going to be called the Scotia Bank Place. Is that Arena. right? What? Scotia Bank Arena. Scotiabank Arena. Hey, even Steve knows about this. Right, yeah. right. It's a big deal. Well, there's music there, too. <laughs> Which made me think, why are we calling this place the Dutch Hall? Oh, that's right. Right? There's no uh, no money in it for us. <laughs> why is this not the Clean Flow Forum by now? Could be. <laughs> right? It should be something like that. We need a pitch. If someone's out there willing to throw some money at us, it will be fucking expensive. Oh, I'm just going to tell you right now. We are not doing this cheap, but if you want to put some sort of name on this thing, corporate, like if we could be like the like uh, the MetLife Dutch Hall, yeah, the MetLife the MetLife <laughs> pool shed of Pete, of Pete Van Dyke, I would know how to go MetLife, but I would go with like uh, FCC. No, oh, F- close no. to your heart. Yeah, too close to my heart. Time. I might have to work there someday. But Royal Bank uh, and uh, CIBC, I've worked at both those places, and I'm never going back, so they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> and they're not, and they're not welcome, right? As sponsors of my Dutch Hall. Yeah, those places. But are, any other banks? But any, no, no banks. Okay. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I'm saying right now, I got to draw a line in the sand somewhere because I have to have value more. Like I have to say, how much of a whore am I for the money? Like, seriously, if TD Bank, let's say, because I haven't worked there, I, I, if they came in and said, Pete will sponsor the Dutch Hall, you got to be, you got to put signage on your thing, and you got to announce every program. It's like, li- welcome to Live from the Dutch Hall brought to you by TD Bank or whatever. Right. Every show. TD Canada presents. Yeah, Live from the Dutch Hall, something like that. Yep. But it would give us, like, enough money to, like, pay Paul. Uh, 20 bucks to stay awake. <laughs> yes! <laughs> right? You think that... And 20 bucks every other Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> Where's our price to let something like that happen? But if it was like a good... What's a good sponsor then? Like New Limburg Brewery. Yeah. Yeah, that's right? a good one. Yeah, You'd be sure. like, that's good? Like a local yes. brewery? They're also from Poland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. They are a good brewery, actually, New Limburg. good. Oh, yeah. yeah. We should get better sponsors, and then we'd have money to sp- to spend on stuff when we get fiber, eh? Yeah, that's what yeah. we should get. And New Limburg has beer. Oh, a beer sponsor might give us beer. Fucking a. It's like a that that's a that's a strategy there. What else do we need? Fiber. With fiber sponsor, you think one of them will spawn? The New Limburg. Uh, what what is the fiber? Quick. The New Limburg Quick Dutch Hall. <laughs> Fun time hour. Yeah, fun yeah. time hour, yeah. Uh, who gives a Nikki's Roadhouse? <laughs> and that's a, that's the last sponsor is Nikki's Roadhouse. The Nikki's Roadhouse uh, Quick Internet Center. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> oh, we just, we're just an advertisement for... Stri- we'll get you in and we'll get you out. Yeah. Yeah, that's not a bad idea. I would do that. As long as, long as it's not in too, not in too corporate, you know? 
Because that's not what we're about. Yeah, I like a mom and pop whorehouse. <laughs> Sponsored by show. <laughs> <laughs> you know, every week we go home and we tell our listeners, get online. Respond to us. Give us some feedback. You know, you can go on Facebook. You can go on Twitter and all that stuff. This week on Facebook, oh. there was a guy. He was a former guest of our show. Hmm. I think a four-time guest. Four times. Four times. Maybe even five. five. Joe Batello. Batello. Oh, oh, shit. I said it wrong H. again. The H Muscular is Joe. You know, Joe. He gave us a... Last week, during feedback, we got feedback. Joe underwent a scathing review by an anonymous uh, uh, listener mm-hmm. uh, who, who grouped him in a category calling him uh, a bunch of uh, drunk comedians, mm-hmm. right? And I thought you were done with those drunk comedians. Well, Joe took to Facebook and responded to me. Good for uh, Joe. And, I, and because he wasn't about to just take that. He says, I don't ramble. And yes, I was drinking, but I was not drunk, anonymous. Why not just say who you are? Also, I don't take my shirt off that much. Eh. <laughs> he, 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 you know, as much as he used to, but he went through a phase there where it was often. Really? Yeah, I saw Joe with the shirt off all the time, or pants. Like some piece of clothes would come off. Is that is he when he's drunk, or is this just no performing? Oh, performing. Yeah, on stage. <laughs> you know, it's be on stage with no shirt on or something like that. It was just a period he went through there, hmm. where he was just seeing the reaction you get by seeing his nipples, which is you just can't unsee it. You can't unsee it. I'll tell you that. But anyways, he says, uh, I don't take my shirt off that much, which is true. He's taken it off a lot less lately. Peter, anytime you want to see my penis, just do what everyone else does when they want to see it. Add me on Snapchat. And he's, uh, he's actually the angry skeptic on Snapchat if you want to see Joe's penis. Believe me, you only see it for like five seconds and then it deletes itself. Is that how it works? I uh, don't know. I don't use it either. But it's angry skeptic on Snapchat if you'd like to see Joe Batello's penis. A lot of hits tomorrow. Joe, for that for that gracious offer and for listening to the show to find out that you need to respond to the show, you, my friend, are the listener of the week. He's the listener of the week. This is his week. It's your week, Joe. Way to go, Joe. <laughs> Way to go, Joe. And you know what else I wanted to talk about? Because we, uh, as part of this, we've had uh, whispers for a while live from the Dutch Hall psst, 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 psst. that we're going to do what's called live from the Dutch Hall shop tours yes. oh nice where we're going to actually get out and uh, instead of the comforts of the beautiful Dutch Hall Let's every Thursday once in a while, a while once in a while maybe even regularly in a while we will go visit one of the many uh, uh, backyard oasises that are oasi <laughs> plural yeah that exist in people's backyards uh, which is like instead of going to bars anymore, uh, people just generally build their own bar in their backyard because you don't get caught with drinking and driving, just stumbling across your neighbors, right? Mm-hmm. That's exactly. how it works around here. So a lot of the towns and little small towns and stuff like that, uh, they have all these like shops or man caves or backyard whatever uh, you want to call basements it. or garages, whatever it is, and and uh, we would like to at Life in the Dutch Hall uh, come and visit. Any of your uh, little uh, places that you go, and uh, we will do a show there and call it as part of the Life of the Dutch Hall shop tours. Shop tour. We have a couple people who have come forward and offered their location already. Nice. We actually have three locations so far to choose from. Wow, it looks like we might have a tour. Yeah, so if uh, people would like to uh, offer up their place, or if you can think of a good one, uh, just give us a line at life in the Dutch Hall at gmail.com and we will uh, uh, book you in for a, a place in the a time in the future. And if you do want to get booked for next year's Bush Talk, give us a, a, a same line, life in the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. That's right. Um, what else did I have to talk about? Oh, the um, we are fast approaching our 200th episode of, li- yes. of, uh, of yeah. Life in the Dutch Break Hall. Train. It's like three weeks away, I think. This is the 197th episode today. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Holy shit. So like in about three or four weeks, we'll have number 200. So we will uh, be working on something special. I don't know what it is going to be. Yet. I think we will get a wheel. I heard uh, a couple people I was talking to about Bush Talk that had listened to the show really like the wheel and wish we would bring it back. So 200. Oh, really? You heard yeah. somebody say that? Some feedback, some might say. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, we should get a wheel back, and uh, it, we just have to call, contact, find that wheel. But, yeah, it should be coming back for the 200th. 
and maybe some of the old stars of the of the, of the Dutch Hall past. The star started cast. Yeah, star started cast. We got to get everybody in and 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 roll that wheel around. So eh? much fun. The wheel of two hundred. Celebrate it. The wheel of two hundred. Yes, the wheel of two hundred. So that show's coming up in like three weeks. Awesome. And mm-hmm. uh, live events. Actually, Crown the Lion will be playing in Delhi. Yep. In like three weeks or four weeks or something. Yeah, uh, September twenty third, the Saturday. There's, uh, I thought, it, I thought it was a fall fest, but it's a, uh, it's a hundred and fiftieth celebration of uh, Canada, our country, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, they're having a they're having a bunch all over Norfolk County, and the one in Delhi, September twenty third. We're going to be playing at the uh, what used to be the Benson and Hedges soccer field. I'm not sure exactly what it's called now, but the Delhi soccer field. Uh, they're going to set up a beer tent setting that's awesome that, that yeah. everyone just thinks of it as a benson, benson hedges, hedges. So- that's what I soccer remember. field yeah but you can't call it that anymore right I, it would yeah. be like the um treatment for the um right the cancer that you got from the benson <laughs> hedges soccer field yeah whoever the pharmaceutical company is selling the medicine they would get it i think <laughs> <laughs> anyways hopefully you come out and support us yeah there's a bunch of bands playing i think it starts at five right wes Five to we we played ten forty five to midnight. We're the closers, so really, yeah. Already. Hey, is there any wrestling? Uh, I'm not sure. I uh, hope so. Maybe that's part of the uh, the uh, fall fest yeah, or whatever. Yeah. A couple weeks before. Yeah. Can Jane? Can you? Is it possible that you can grab that mic and try to put it in uh, the? Oh, oh damn it! He's Never mind. He's on to us. I wanted to mic is snoring. Cause it was it was just not close enough in the mic. I don't. I hope you don't mic his snoring because his snoring is gonna put me to sleep. Oh yeah, it's so soothing. It is soothing. I've always been able to sleep with it. Have you been able to sleep with it too, Krishna? Yeah, yeah. I slept in. I shared a room with him growing up, and the guy would snore when he's even awake. And it, and to me, it would just get into the rhythm of it. It's like it literally like sawing logs or like a boat. <laughs> you just kind of like. I immediately go a rhythm to the fetal to position when I hear Paul snoring. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, yeah. Michael curls up into a ball <laughs> in Nashville, yeah, right? Just, I just hear Paul snoring. It's over. Yeah, yeah, it's very I'm a baby again. The window rattlers. Uh, yeah, that was fun. You took up zero room at Michael. If you bring him on vacation with you, you can just tuck. He just tucks up into a little ball. You put him in the corner. Yeah, he's very easy to take it's care of. Respectful. Yeah. Take him out of your pocket. Out, unfold him. and play a song on the guitar. Yeah. Just don't feed him after midnight. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a gremlin. Yeah, you're like a gremlin <laughs> after midnight. That's what happened to him at Bushdog. He got a bit crazy hanging out with that big German guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is a pure evil. At one point in time, that <laughs> German guy you're hanging out with, I'm like, I was telling him like the how you upset everybody at the fire or whatever. And the laughter that came out of him is like because he, he he enjoyed it, yeah, eh? He's not scared. He he liked the fact that everybody was mad at him and that didn't like him, right? I, well, my my favorite part was when we were rolling that <laughs> a spool into the fire. I was like, "Oh, we're really doing it, eh?" And he like thrusted <laughs> it into the fire, like he went in with full force. Yeah, and like looked back at me like I'm a pussy. Yeah, like, we're doing. Of course, we're doing it. And, then, and <laughs> it's funny. It even like it even divided the. Uh, <laughs> The hosts a bit in the yeah. after in the aftermath of the controversy, yeah. the hosts had like weighed in, and uh, uh, Ryan uh, uh, seemed to think it was there to be burned. Yes, where Lisa uh, believed it was there to be burned at a different time, right? Which was get so Lisa was against you, Ugh. Ryan was for at least you. We got split. Yeah, yeah. At least you got the split, that but you got the wrong half of the split. We got the wrong half of the split. Yeah. He's the weaker. The men, the man's never worth as much as a woman. Yeah. We are second class citizens. That's the what's bullshit about that male, pr- white male privilege and all that stuff. Like, when do I get to have the privilege? Or how bad is it for everyone else? You, we wouldn't know. No one in this room would know. We're all white. It's true. Straight males. It's do you know this? Sh- what? Yeah. Your f- mic isn't working, or you're sorry. Not- Hello, hey. There you go. What's you're using on? it. Yeah. What did you say then? I agreed yeah, with you. I said yeah. yes. Oh yeah. Straight white males. Yeah, That's we wouldn't know. That's what Steve. Steve was very uh, quick to agree. A little too quick, Steve. It's the German in him. Yes. What are you hiding? Are you not white? <laughs> yeah. No. It's more. It's more the fact that what you do, like with uh, men's cocks. Hmm. <laughs> Weird. 
Yeah. No. Anyways, no, that I was saying like there's a lot of comedians, white male comedians, who uh, can't do uh, shows, uh, and especially in Toronto and stuff like that, because we're white straight uh, males, and they say Neil. There's one in Guelph too, and they're like they can only give you so many slots for white straight males, and then they like diversity. Really? So you can't play. So it's like TV. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and TV too. Like if you look at Just for Laughs, and you look at the Canadian comics they put out for that, yeah. it's going to be like a nice uh, mix. Mix, you know, like an even key, uh, like spread of that, you know. Yeah, I find it like I'm a big sports fan too. Like you watch Sports Center, there's it's not just. Yeah, they want to make sure they mix. have it's a, a nice, huge uh, mix. a mix, right? Girls, guys, all different races, which is fine as right. long as they're good at what they do. I don't care. Yeah, but if you look at the people competing for those spots, there's like about. Like ninety percent, like white, oh, God, straight yeah. men, yeah. and there's like uh, you know, and then the and then of going for that one spot that's for right. the white straight man, you yep. know what I mean? Yep. And that's so it's always a little bit more competitive, but it's racism, isn't it? And it's heterophobia. Hmm. I wish Charles was here for that because he's the most uh, like politically correct of everyone. But like it's like uh, you know, isn't that the same thing they're supposed to be fighting against? Shouldn't it just be like who shows up and is best should yeah. get the job? You know, isn't that the, what you're supposed to be going for? I Makes would. Sense. Uh, that's what I would do. But yeah. yeah. But they say it's playing your own show. We like the diversity we're getting and stuff like that. That's the attitude you get back. But I'm like, uh, well, I can't plan a show called like the White Guy Tour, <laughs> right? But it would be nice if we welcomed, I guess, by the white guys. But then all of a sudden, then I'm a, like a Donald, you know, white yeah. Aryan, yeah. tiki torch, lighten. You know, one of those guys. Yeah, right? we don't want any of that. Right. Hey, that's the other thing on the true show. What do you guys think about? There was a part in the true show on Saturday night where uh, uh, the lead singer gets up there and starts going on a Donald Trump rant. Mm-hmm. Right. What did you guys think of that? He was like, and I think someone threw like a quarter at him or something. Oh, really? Yeah, that's what the sto- how the story yeah. goes. But I didn't see it either. Yeah, I don't but know. But what do you was... think? In a concert when the artist would stop and make a political statement, what do you think? Well, when they made a political statement, we're in Canada. We don't really give a fuck about Trump. So why is he talking about Trump there? It made no sense to me. Yeah, like we somehow voted him in? Yeah, we had nothing to do with it. Yeah, but do you think that – do you think that uh, – so you're just saying like he, should, he had just as much reason to talk about Kim Jong-un as he did Donald Trump. Right, is that where that's also not our country? Yeah. Right, but if he was talking about Trudeau being like a, an idiot or something like that, then he'd have a right to say that at a concert. Yeah. Or would it still be out of place? Uh, you at least use material that's from where where you are, right? He's not on an American tour, so right. leave, leave Trump in the states for those gigs. Yeah, because that's what I tried. To even I talked to him at the campfire afterwards and uh, about it and. Uh, that was kind of the point. Like he was saying, uh, I think he was just saying that some redneck threw a quarter at him because he was so because uh, they probably supported Trump. And I'm like, I don't think they were mad about the, what you said. I, I think they were just mad that you were saying it at all. Right. Like I don't think that they were on the other side of what you said yeah. as much as they were just like us, uh, like play the song. Yeah, you know? yeah, we're yeah. You're right. You know what I mean? It's not what you were saying. It's just yeah, yeah. It's not like and and, and it's not like we're all. Because I don't even think in can- like I don't know maybe I'm wrong. Is there like you know when you see like uh, um, this the stuff that's going on in the states you know with the racial st- the, with the uh, racial stuff, and then you then uh, you see Canada. We still had it in Quebec though, right? They did the same sort of thing in Quebec, didn't they? They kind of protested against like there were a bunch of racists in Quebec too, hmm. weren't there? It was like right after the one in uh, in. Uh, the states that Trump fucked up, right? Hmm. Anyways, so we have them here in Canada too. Sure. We're not innocent. Nope. There are people that, especially in Quebec, because I think they want to preserve their culture. Because right. in Quebec, they have that identity that they're like a Frenchman looks a certain way and talks a certain way, and like Quebec should be like all the same, speak French and all that stuff. Yep. Where like the rest of Canada doesn't really give a shit because we're all just like a bunch of immigrants that right. came together. Whereas like Quebec's got this something to protect, right? And the Americans think they're they're like uh, there's like the all American person that looks a certain way and talks a certain way, you know, and uh, so they're there. That's where the, you get that prejudice, right? Sure. But but uh, 
We'd still have it in Canada. It's just mostly in Quebec. In you think uh, you think in uh, in Alberta they would have that as well? Because that would be like our Texas, right? So, yeah, I don't but know. but I don't think that their way of being conservative in Alberta goes hand in hand with like the the idea of racism or anything, does it? It's just such a smaller, different scale, right? Like in Canada, we're just yeah, we're yeah. just so much more reserved about everything. It's still there, but it's not on the level that the states are. Like yeah, plus just because you don't see, I guess because with racism, it would be probably more due to it would be more native. Right. It wouldn't be black yeah. and white. Yeah. In yeah. Canada, That's it wouldn't true. be black and white. It would be it would be like Natives. native and yep. white. Yep. You know, or native and the rest, or something, right? For our like prejudice, that's our dirtiest shame in Canada is our, our treatment of the aber- of, of the, the natives. natives. Yeah. Yeah. You know, play. in the states they don't give a rat's ass about the natives, eh? They call them uh, Indians. Right. They don't even say sorry about that. Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm doing that as a force of habit or whatever. There's like, no, no, Indians. We'll name our uh, baseball team the Indians. <laughs> yep. And Draw we'll like a-, a real cartoony picture of like an offensive version of them, yeah. like a. Dr- and then, uh, and the football team will be the Redskins. Yeah, no big deal. Just like, is a Redskin a tribe? I don't. Or is that just like a like a slang? I think it's a slang. It's like uh, Florida State is a Seminoles. I guess that's more a tribe. A tribe. Redskin right? like, is yeah slang. Like I think the Blackhawks too is like a tribe. tribe. Right? That's why they, they don't go after those ones where Redskins right. is more of a slang. Where like Cleveland Indians is the Indians, like. Yeah, yeah, that's a super slang. Yeah, Cleveland Indians is the worst one. <laughs> I don't know the how they get one. away with it, and that the and but I mean Redskins is bad too because it's just like saying yeah. like if they was yellow skin or anything like that, yeah. that would that would never be you know it's just crazy that it's allowed, right? But uh, yeah, like the Hawaiian yellow skins or like what's what, the worst? You yeah. can't name a team name a nowadays, team, but that team's it's so old. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I agree or disagree with it. I wouldn't be surprised if they change it. They changed the Washington Bullets to the Washington Wizards. Nobody really cared. Yeah, who cares? Yeah. They just they eventually got used to it. The Washington Bullets is a eh, horrible name either way. Yeah. What the Bullets? Yeah. It's brutal. I like the Bullets. The name was good. But it was the fact that they were like the murder capital of the <laughs> states and they called their team the Bullets. <laughs> right? That was actually Oopsie Daisies. Oopsie. I shouldn't probably encourage that, eh? But uh, like uh, the Chicago, like it would be like the Chicago uh, murderers or something like that, you know? Like you can't just, just a do stereotype that. of yeah, your yeah. Uh, <laughs> state. Yeah, you know um, that's feedback, right? Logo right with the Toronto rap rappers, right? People? Toronto rappers. <laughs> the Toronto rappers. Yeah, Toronto rap. Did I already told that on the show, right? Yeah. Yeah, my <laughs> that was funny. My. My cousin, my uh, this guy went to university, university with his dad. It was very backwards, and he thought the Toronto Rappers, <laughs> or the Raptors, were called the rappers. the rappers. And then he 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 said a racist thing after that. Why don't they call them the Toronto bunch of effing n words? <laughs> is what he said. I believe is wow. what he said when he thought it was Raptors. <laughs> wow. And so like we all hearing it, you know, like at that point in time, you know, when you hear something that racist and it's right in your face and you're not seeing it coming, because before that we thought he was just a regular dude, you know, and then you're like, oh, you know, Toronto Raptors, and the, it got it was comical how horrible. It was, yeah. You know? He didn't even care at all. No, never even thought about it. Eh? That's the thing about like older generation. It's like a different time. Like they don't think about things the same way. And it's uh, they just because uh, they were just from a different place. That's right. Like we evolved, but then those other generations get left behind, and then you wonder which year you're gonna get left in. Like yeah. where you're just like, what are no. we gonna do? That's real bad. Yeah. Like how much of this show has already been on the wrong side of history? <laughs> That's right. That we will just like have said things that uh, we will look back in five years at this show and we'll be embarrassed that we were so ignorant or whatever. Yeah. I bet you a lot. Probably a lot of it. Yeah. 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 Well, you think of how it's going now. Like, everything is so fucking... You have to sift through everything. Like, watch your... Yeah. Using cues on everything. Yeah, and then you look at it as something like... Like, uh, I'm not... Uh, I leave it up to YouTube a lot of times on what I watch. Like, I let YouTube pick things. Or they put things in my news stream because I sign in so they know what stuff I watch. And then they tell me things I might like, you know? So, like, this week I kept getting messages about, like... Uh, 
Louis C.K. Louis C.K. Right? That and he's uh, and I'm a fan of Louis C.K. Right? Fan of his work. Uh, and it's all about him, like uh, like locking girls into a room and jerking off in front of them, right? Yeah. And apparently, it was an article from Gawker like years ago that were written about it, right? And people it didn't say it was Louis C.K., but it said it was somebody like him. Right. And then. Uh, and then people assumed it was him, and then he was in question about it, and he's never given any answer to support or deny it or whatever. But now there's more and more people that are get. Anyways, it makes me think, like, another one of these guys I like, like Bill Cosby, grew up listening to his records, right? Yep. And he does something horrible, right? And then you're like, I can't like him anymore because he's a rapist now, right? At well, what? Best you know it. Right. So my, po- my question is, at what point... Do you, can you take somebody that you like artistically and at, and at what point do you like do you forgive him for his uh, personal uh, uh, indiscretions like let's say for example you like have a musician that you're a big fan of right and then you find out he's a heroin addict does that change your opinion of him no Wes no I as an artist no it's not somebody I would hang out with but 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 uh but as an artist you're still cool with it yep absolutely but now if they're like uh a rapist then <laughs> yeah i'm probably not gonna support their music then you're out <laughs> even yeah. though if you like the song it's a toe topper yeah right anything to do with children or whatever you're out mm, yeah. yeah so like gary glitter done done yeah right right you can't go back to michael jackson uh, nothing proved yeah, I'm still. Corey Feldman's just allowed to act like him just for whatever he did when he slept with him, right? <laughs> like, where's the line, right? It's got to be if you don't hurt anybody, I think, right? I think so. Like, what about, like, uh, who else has done something bad and you're like, he shouldn't have lost his his popularity because of that? Like, if it was like, uh, how about Billy Bush? You know, that's not the same thing, but he was like on Entertainment Tonight. Right. But he condoned the whole Trump, like, grabber in the pussy thing, right? Yeah. So. So, like, not that you'd like Billy Bush. No one likes Billy no. Bush. <laughs> All right. What about, like, George Michael getting caught blowing dudes in, like, uh, truck stop washrooms or something? Right, right. Two consenting adults, I don't care. Yeah, I don't really care either. Right. Honestly, like, who's a fucking angel? He likes sucking <laughs> yeah. dick. Big deal. Right, right. That's right. No, but with the only thing with Louis C.K. is if he, he jerked off in front of girls against their will. Yeah. Uh, so if it's against their will, then it, that's where the line has to be, right? Proven? Huh? No, not proven. Not proven. I'm just saying if it happened. If it happened, would, yeah, it's if it's cool. against and, people's and will, it's, yeah, not cool. it's not cool. Yeah, but no. let's say it was one of these things where it was just like a bunch of like girls who are like fans of him because he's they're like comics as well. And then he was like to say, hey, you want to see my dick? As a joke, you know? And then the girls say like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see your dick. You're like a famous comedian like I want to look at, I'll look at your dick and he pulls it out and starts like just beating off beating off and you're like ah I didn't want that it's still weird <laughs> yeah still right weird. yeah I don't know just respect other people <laughs> yeah. that's all whatever like whatever you want to do as long as people are consenting and like they're alright with it but if it it's making somebody uncomfortable I don't I don't support them at all it's fucking stupid there's too much just be good yeah, trying to be good in the fucking world. That's all. Yeah, it seems like like just when you think it may, it's like every one of these people that are good at what they do is are also twisted some yeah, way in yeah. some other way. You know, it's funny how that works, right? Yeah, they're yeah. broke. Uh, you can't get everything, but there's more. The better they are, the more twisted they are. It yeah. seems. Yeah, right. That's so true. Also, I don't trust anybody on TV that's like coming across with a like a good image. You know, like a Joel Olstein or like a... Right. What's the fucking guys from... Uh, what the hell is his name? From uh, American Idol, the post. Seacrest? Seacrest. There's no yeah. way that that guy is doing something weird for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are like, the ones that are too, like, too polished. Too you're good. like, you know that guy's up to something. Tom Bergeron? <laughs> Tom Bergeron. <laughs> you know what Bergeron's yeah. into? Freaky shit. America's, what is he, America's Funniest, funniest videos? videos? Yeah, yeah, he took over for Saget. <laughs> And well, Saget admits his yeah, faults, Saget, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what's good about him. I think that's his whole act now is that he just, uh, yeah, he had this clean image and he, he turns out he's dirty or whatever. He's like, I can't fucking be this anymore. It drove no. him nuts, right? Yeah. 
But how do you do? Like, how do you? Uh, like, how do you play? I have you watched TV lately? Yeah. It, no. Like real TV, like like network TV. No. no. Oh, it's brutal, man. Like when they play to the middle of the of America or whatever they're playing to, like it's so gross. Like uh, clean. Do like, you do you watch it because your daughters? No, no, I'm just flipping through the channels. Just, yeah. And then you like stop for a second and go like, ugh, like that's what I, I I've got to get rid of TV. Yeah. TV is the first thing I got to get rid of. Yes. Internet has uh, replaced it, but it's like yeah. TV's like a dinosaur now. It's only meant for like uh, our parents, the elderly. Yeah, yeah. I believe <laughs> it's been it's killed. Like even the, I heard the newscaster talking about the other day how she's like, uh, like uh, uh, they were talking about trends that things that won't exist in the future. Like yeah. they were talking about cereal. Like younger people don't like cereal anymore. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. It's the best. Yeah, it's easy. Put it in a bowl, put some milk on it. Yeah, what about when you come home late at night? <laughs> oh, yeah, nice cereal, bowl of cereal for oh, a snack. See you later. Oh, yeah. It's delightful. Do you still have sugary cereal? I love sugary cereal. Like Fuck, what? I What's your it. go-to? Like, uh, Sweet Sweet Kelly does not buy me it unless I, like, request it. Oh, yeah. I like, uh, like a nice Captain Crunch. Oh. Hey? Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And hey, you got to sneak in a Lucky Charms here and there. <laughs> Not all the time, but it's a real treat. Oh, yeah. What about you, Steve? What's your go to uh, su- sugar? Do you have sugary cereal for your kids? We do. Uh, we fought it for a long time, but then uh, I don't know. It's just so easy. Like, yeah. The kids can, it's the first meal the kid can make on their own, right? It's the best. The bowl of cereal. So, uh, our house right now, we uh, we just polished off a box of cinnamon toast crunch. Oh, oh God, yeah, that stuff is sweet. Yeah, you can drink the milk afterwards that's too. What I was gonna that's say. the best part about it. I, I what like drink tastes like that? Sorry, Paul. Sorry. I'm the Fruit Loops all the way. Fruit, fruit Loops. Loops. Fruit nice. Loops. Toucan Sam. That makes oh, yeah, sense. What's the shot that tastes like cinnamon toast crunch? Is that a? Is an alcoholic drink Rum that tastes like rum chata? Yes. And. Uh, caramel something it tastes exactly like that milk it's dynamite oh yeah really yeah another bartender mm. yeah I'm, I don't, I'm just a cheerios guy yeah cheerios what's wrong home. with that I, yeah i like honey it. nut honey nut oh baby go. honey nut mm. yeah i can't that's what i always get it's like because i can get away with it eh? it's not too sugary yep. but i bought for like when we went to Bushstock. i bought a bunch of supplies from the grocery store so i went and bought like uh one of those 12 packs where you get like corn pops and oh. Oh, and the mix. The mix, yeah. Oh. You get like some Rice Krispies and some like Corn Pops, some Fruit Loops. You know, it's a whole mix pack, and you can use the box as like your bowl. As the bowl. Yeah, as the little bowl. mini ones. Yeah, the mini ones. Yeah. So wait, but everybody went through those like crazy because they never got to have sugary cereal like Frosted Flakes. Oh. Like, <laughs> Tony. Frosted Flakes, like my boy Tony. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that thing's just sugar, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, what are they thinking? Like, to give that to kids, like, it's just going to, it's not gonna, just going to mess them up. Yeah, they're going to crash so hard by the time they even get they're off the bus. They're fucking wound up at recess in yeah. the morning. Yeah, yeah. But we did, I did it growing up, like, all the time, man. I eat that shit all the time. Yeah, my mom would get pissed at me if I didn't eat a bowl of cereal. And I still, like, I have the half, like, I, before I work, I have to have that. Like, yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. Or else I don't feel right during the day. Oh, It doesn't yeah. have to be sugary, just. Happy breakfast. Yeah. I find it's key. Gets your uh, internal uh, what metabolism burning. Your mojo. Is that is that what happened to you, Stephen, at the concert? No breakfast. <laughs> no breakfast. It fucked you Actually, up. Actually, I had breakfast time. on Saturday. Yeah. My, my neighbors who I had just met had uh, cooked up a feast. I woke up to, to ate a feast on somebody else. It was awesome. <laughs> you know, I gotta say this about Bushstock. Honestly, every single aspect of it was unbelievable. Yep. Like the security. We're like uh, we're like uh, like Great. ridiculously uh, reasonable. Reasonable, yeah. like not yeah. dicks. They did their job. Yeah, unbelievable. The security, the sound guys were like so easy to deal yeah. with, so good. Kev Braden. Yeah, Kev Braden. Yeah, Just like what a shout out it. to those guys. They yeah. killed it. Holy shit! And uh, uh, Mike, the monitor guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Him too. Holy Christ, they were good. Yeah, it's like everybody was like every aspect of it—the volunteers, the 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 security, the yeah, the bartenders. Everybody was uh, was fantastic. Yeah, hire so. a bartender was awesome. Yeah, it was great, great, man. Yeah. So it was really a great event to be had by all. Can't wait till next year. Fuck yeah, bigger yeah. and better. And uh, you know what? Uh, this works pretty good without charters. I think we might want to keep these up. 
I don't know. I don't know if he's coming back or not. He's probably busy rolling in his 5.0 with his rag top down, so his fucking mustache doesn't blow. Yeah, the he's fif- living large, eh? Down in the down in the states right now. The 15 percent you say you guys were down, I think, was all Dave Charters. <laughs> oh. oh, really? Eh? Wah, 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 Dave. Paul's really Paul's really picked up the torch. What is that, Steve? Stephen, what are you doing? Oh, that is it? Oh, yes. Well, we must end this show because it's getting late and everyone needs to go to bed. Yeah. If you'd like to, follow us on, uh, or like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And the internet. And the interweb. And you can also give us an email at livefromthedutchallgmail.com. Tell a friend. Listen to the show. Like, it's, it's not that hard. Subscribe. Do all that stuff. And look out for some big things coming up in the future, like Crown the Lion and Dalhai on right. September, September 23rd. 23rd. And anyways, we will, uh, see, until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. <laughs>